Hey, faithful listener. Thanks for tuning in to the P40 Ministries daily podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow spiritually so you can grow personally. Let's grow together by building a consistent Bible reading routine. This is Jen, your host, and today we will be discussing the book of Exodus. Good morning, friends and faithful listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to the P40 Ministries podcast. And uh, I'm your host, Jen, here, ready to discuss the Bible with you guys. So thank you so much for hanging out with me this morning and for sharing a cup of coffee as we discuss Exodus chapter 16, verses 19 through 36. I'm actually going to be reading out of the W.E.B. version of the Bible this morning, as I always do. But of course, you guys should read out of whatever version you prefer to read out of. So make sure to grab that cup of coffee with me and let's go ahead and read. Actually, I changed my mind. Let's go ahead and do a quick recap first. So on Wednesday, I had a guest on the podcast and her name was Erica Wigginhorn. And we talked about so many interesting and cool things about this portion of scripture. But before we begin with uh, today's reading, I'd love to go over what we talked about on Wednesday. So basically, the children of Israel are in the country of Elam. And they're in the wilderness at this point, and now they are complaining that they have no bread because all of their bread at this point has been exhausted. Basically, they ate it all, so they have no bread. They're on a low-carb diet, and they're upset because, you know, they don't have this bread anymore, though they did have, as Erica pointed out, which was really funny to me, they did have animals. <laughs> so they did have meat and but they were complaining because they were kind of on a diet a little bit so they come to Moses and Aaron and they say you know we should have just stayed in the land of Egypt when we sat by all this great food and we ate our fill of bread it says that in uh, verse 3 you brought this entire assembly into the wilderness to die so that's what they're saying here to Moses and Aaron now God kind of gets angry with them because he's like you know what you're not just complaining about Moses and Aaron, you're complaining about me. So he gets pretty angry at them, not super angry, but he's he's irritated. You can tell by the way he's speaking with them, because at this point, you know, they're complaining about uh, something that, you know, God is able to give them. And now God is saying, you know, I'm going to show you my power. I'm going to show you what I can do. So then God makes this bread rain from heaven and the people look at this uh, this bread that's like sitting on the ground and it's flaky, it's dusty. And they're like, what is that? So Moses explains to them, he's like, look, this is the bread God gave you guys from heaven. This is what you are now going to eat. This is the bread. And so it says that um, basically all the people gather it and a lot of people didn't listen and they gathered too much. Other people gathered too little. But when they measured it at the end of the day, every single person had enough bread, exactly the right amount that they should have. I think it was an omer per person. So even though some people only grabbed a handful of it, they had enough bread when they measured it. And uh, it was kind of a miracle. And so they were seeing God's power with this, this bread raining down from heaven. And just the fact that everybody had gathered exactly what they should have gathered. And <laughs> this chapter kind of cracks me up because of the amount of not listening that the people really do. 
<laughs> it's just kind of funny to me, though it was probably really irritating to uh, Moses, Aaron, and to God. But um, looking back on it, it's kind of interesting to read about and just see how uh, how kind of funny this really is. But now we're going to be reading Exodus chapter 16, verses 19, all the way to the end of the chapter, which is verse 36. So like I said, I'm going to be reading out the W.E.B. version of the Bible this morning. Moses said to them, Let no one leave of it until the morning. Notwithstanding, they didn't listen to Moses, but some of them left of it until the morning, so that it bred worms and became foul, and Moses was angry with them. They gathered it morning by morning, everyone according to his eating. And when the sun grew hot, it melted. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much bread, two omers for each person. And all the rulers of the congregation came and told Moses. He said to them, This is that which Yahweh has spoken. Tomorrow is a solemn rest, a holy Sabbath to Yahweh. Bake that which you want to bake, and boil that which you want to boil, and all that remains over lay up for yourselves to be kept until the morning. They laid it up until the morning, as Moses ordered, and it didn't become foul, and there were no worms in it." Moses said, Eat that today, for today is Sabbath to Yahweh. Today you shall not find it in the field. Six days you shall gather it, but the seventh day is the Sabbath. In it there shall be none. On the seventh day some of the people went out to gather, and they found none. And Yahweh said to Moses, How long do you refuse to keep my commandments and my laws? Behold, because Yahweh has given you the Sabbath, therefore he gives you on the sixth day the bread of two days. Everyone stay in his place, let no one go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. The house of Israel called its name manna, and it was like coriander seed, white, and its taste was like wafers with honey. Moses said, This is the thing which Yahweh has commanded. Let an omer full of it be kept throughout your generations, that they may see the bread which I fed you in the wilderness when I brought you out of the land of Egypt. Moses said to Aaron, Take a pot and put an omer full of manna in it and lay it up before Yahweh to be kept throughout your generations. As Yahweh commanded Moses, so Aaron laid it up before the testimony to be kept. And the children of Israel ate the manna for forty years, until they came to an inhabited land. They ate the manna until they came to the borders of the land of Canaan. Now an omer is one-tenth of an ephah. So in verse 19, it says that basically Moses is telling the people that no one should be keeping the bread overnight. Because one thing Erica and I actually talked about on Wednesday was that um, Erica mentioned that God was putting a work ethic into his people. They had just come from being slaves, so they did have some of that work ethic. But now God is putting a very specific schedule in place for his people and not just allowing his people basically to get lazy with the idea of freedom. Because Having a schedule is actually a very, very good thing. Anybody that's a life coach will tell you that, that making a schedule and keeping to it and having it is fantastic for you. And I was actually reading um, in Business Insider that even having a job, having a consistent job with a consistent schedule is fantastic for a person's mental and physical health. Having a job is a good thing. So God is telling these people basically to have a job. They are supposed to go out in the morning. They're supposed to gather up all of this bread, an omer worth per person, and uh, then they are supposed to bake it for food during the day. Now, if they got up too late the bread would already be melted and they would go hungry for that day. They would have no bread for that day. So it was important for them to wake up in the morning in order to gather up this bread and bake it and eat it throughout the day. But no one was supposed to leave the leftovers 
at night because imagine if a person decides to eat a little bit less and is like, eh, you know, I'll keep this and then I won't have to gather so much in the morning. <laughs> and God's like, nope, that's not going to work. So <laughs> if anybody left the bread overnight, it became stinky is what it says. And it would breed all these worms. So they wake up to this stinky mess of pudding of <laughs> worm carcasses and I, I don't even know what it looked like but it was nasty so some people did that they didn't listen to God they kept some of the bread so that they could be lazy and not have to go out and gather some the next morning and have an easier day but um, they you know they didn't listen and the bread ended up being foul is what the web version says so they had to throw it out and moses was super angry with the people who were, was were doing this so it says here that um on the sixth day though so this would be a friday according to uh, the jewish calendars on the sixth day, the people went out and there was twice as much bread on the ground. So everybody gathered twice as much as they usually did. So the elders of the congregation of Israel go and tell Moses, they're like, "Uh oh, the people are gathering twice as much as they should be. And Moses is like, no, that's okay. He says they're actually supposed to do that on the sixth day. God is going to give the people twice as much bread as he usually does on that day so that they don't have to go out and gather it on the seventh day, which is the day of rest. So he says, make sure that the people do gather enough and then they can bake it all and then they won't have to do anything on the Sabbath day. They can rest, they can relax, they can, you know, chill out and they can just eat whatever they made on that Friday before. So Moses basically says that's a good thing. Let the people do that. So then um, it says that some people, though, <laughs> uh, in verse 27, it says some people went out to gather on the seventh day, but they found nothing. So some people did not gather as much as they should have. And they ended up going hungry on the seventh day because they didn't listen to what Moses had said and they didn't listen to what God had said to the congregation of the people. So some people go out and they try to find the bread and there's nothing there. So then God gets kind of irritated here in verse 28 and he says to Moses, he's like, how long are these people not going to keep my commandments or my laws? He says to Moses and he's like, look, I've given you guys a Sabbath day. Why are you not taking it? Enjoy your day off. <laughs> and he says, uh, behold, because Yahweh has given you the Sabbath, he gives for you on the sixth day, the bread for two days is what he says. And so he says, everyone needs to stay in their place on the seventh day. No one needs to be leaving to go out and gather bread on the seventh day. He says, let no one go out of his place on the seventh day. So it says the people rested on the seventh day. And isn't that interesting? God places such great importance on resting on the Sabbath day. And he often does throughout the Bible, places a lot of importance on that. Now, of course, we were reading in Matthew how the Pharisees took it to the extreme and people couldn't even walk a certain amount of steps and, and stuff like that. It was crazy what the Pharisees were doing with the Sabbath day. But uh, God had put the Sabbath day in place and it was an important 
day for God. This was a day of rest. This is a day that people need. And I believe even to this day, this is something people need to do. Because if God placed such great importance on the Sabbath day, then it is an important day. And to this day, I do believe we should be celebrating the Sabbath day and resting, you know, taking a break from all that work we have to do. Uh, And I get into the mindset where I want to work every single day of the week. I do. And I'm not going to say I don't. And I think a lot of uh, Americans have that kind of viewpoint where we just need to keep working and working and working and never take any rest. In fact, people, I think, often... um, commend people who work like crazy. That's just the culture we live in in America. We are commended for being workaholics. (laughs) But God is kind of saying, you know, don't be a workaholic. Take a day off. Take some time to rest and relax and trust in me that your work will be done in six days rather than in seven. Because It is important for us to take a day off. It is so important. And there's even a verse that says that God created the Sabbath for man. You know, the Sabbath day is a day for people to just take a break because they need it. People need mentally and physically that time off so that they can rest and recharge and be more productive during the other six days of the week that uh, they don't have off. So yes, I do believe that the Sabbath day is very important for us to take even to this day. So it says here in verse 31 that everybody called the name of the bread manna. And the word manna actually means, what is it? (laughs) So the name of this bread from heaven was called what is it? No one knew what it was. <laughs> but Moses kind of describes it here. He said it was similar to coriander seed. It was white and its taste was like wafers with honey. So I kind of imagine um, wafers with honey. I, I kind of imagine baklava. I don't know if you guys have ever had baklava, but it's like a um, it's like a thin wafery kind of treat. It really does taste like wafers with honey, in my opinion. And uh, that's kind of what I think of when I think of manna is like baklava. So God was giving his people something that tasted good. It was not disgusting uh, garbage. It was not flavorless egg whites. It was it was honey. It was delicious. It was sweet. It was like the people baking sweet bread and eating a dessert every single day. That was what this manna really was. Eating a dessert and God was giving his people something delicious to eat that was also nutritious. I mean, how often do we get that? Usually something that's delicious tasting is 500,000 calories and terrible for you. (laughs) But God is giving his people something delicious and nutritious that they could eat every single day and it wouldn't harm them. So it says here that now God is telling Moses to gather an omer. I don't know exactly what an omer translates to. Let me see here. Oh, it actually has a note. It says 2.2 liters or about 2.3 quarts. Okay, so if you think about a liter of pop, two two liters of pop basically was um, an omer. So God is telling Moses to gather an omer of this manna to save it and to keep it forever and ever so that people can look at it and remember God's 
provision for the Israelite people. So this is a testament to all the generations. And of course, that manna nowadays, we don't know where that's at because it was stored in the Ark of the Covenant. We find out later on uh, that when the Ark of the Covenant was built, the manna got put inside of the Ark of the Covenant. So we don't know where the Ark of the Covenant is, if it's destroyed or what, but we do know that the manna was inside of that. And so we don't know where that manna is. It could still be around to this day. It could be destroyed. We don't know. But God told Moses to keep that manna for the people generations later to see and realize that God did in fact do this fantastic miracle for his people. It was evidence of that. It was evidence because where else are we going to find bread raining from heaven? (laughs) Nowhere. There's that doesn't exist other than when God does it. So that manna was a, a proof of who God was and how God had provided for his people in the desert. Now to conclude, it says here that the children of Israel actually ate this manna for 40 whole years because we find out later on that the uh, Hebrew people were not allowed to go into Canaan because they made so many different mistakes. And uh, God basically said, you're going to travel around in circles for 40 years and you're never going to go to that promised land because of all of these sins that you do. You never, ever listen to me. So we do find that out later on. We'll talk way more about that later on. But friends and faithful listeners, this was Exodus chapter 16, verses 19 through 36. I hope you loved this chapter of the Bible, as did I. And I hope you enjoyed the episode with Erica on Wednesday and this particular episode with the manna today. But faithful listeners, please go to my website, www.p40ministries.com and take a look at my book, Out of the Mire, which is available on Amazon for purchase. And, you know, it's been updated. It looks so nice. It's very crisp and pretty looking and it's full color. And it's a great devotional for women to do any woman that feels depressed or hopeless or purposeless. I believe it's a great devotional to do if you or someone you know is struggling and need some extra encouragement. So take a look at that. I will drop a link to that in the bio of this podcast episode. But faithful listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Happy listening and God bless. 